the worst part about when I've noticed when we have like a week and a half or so for the show. <laughs> Forget how we do it. Forget how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting here, I'm like, all right, what, what do we do? What do we talk about? Usually we start with an intro kind of like this. Hey, YouTube, how's it going? Uh, welcome to another fabulous episode of the Morning After Music Show, a.k.a. Mams. I am your host, Cody, joined with me by Brett. And uh, this time, no one else. Uh, it's, it's just been us. a busy week. Uh, been through a few states over the past week. Um, not states of being, but like physical states. You know those lines that are drawn in the sand, Brett? Are I've, you familiar with states? Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen them. I've seen cool. some. Have, yeah. let, me, let me tell you. They got some mountains out there in them hills. <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah. You get to see uh, the ones where you're like, you wake up and you're like with the clouds because you're just so, true. so high up there. <laughs> that's, yeah. It's weird. Uh, saw them. Uh, they're beautiful. And uh, that's true. It that's is true. true. And um, while we're, while we're driving through the mountains and their hills, uh, Brett, you had us listen to a little album called Odd Soul by a little band after my own heart called Mute Math. Yeah. I like this album. <laughs> you know? Ooh, I like what you did with the, the font and everything. That's pretty. Oh, thank like you. That. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been trying oh. to match the, like, the album a little bit more, you know? Yeah. Well, your hard work is recognized. Oh, thank you. Here thank and you. on Germer D. Go watch that new episode of Germer D featuring the 8-6. Na -na -na -na. It's actually right there. <laughs> yeah, in Lego form. In Lego form. Uh, right. You uh, you picked this album. You're much more familiar with this band than I. Mm. Please take us away. Uh, you have a question. I do. So what? when Mute, Mute Math has always been, especially around that time, it was a big uh, influence for me. But it was a weird way that I found them. I It was for the, the song Typical. It was when that song came out. But it was in the MX versus ATV game. Ooh. And I was, I play, you know, I was, that was like where I went to for soundtracks back then. And it, and it had that song. And I was like, what is this? This is really cool. And like, I remember you even asked my dad. I was like, Matt, dad, who's, who's Mute Math? Like, <laughs> who who is this band? And uh, yeah, ever since I just, just, you know, they put something out, and I'm listening to it. It's That's just this, this happens to be my favorite one that they did, you know, overall, so. Really? Why is that? I don't know, honestly. It's... That's what, like, I was trying to think of before the show of, like, why why this album? Because, like, we're talking about, like, Black Keys and 21 Pilots and stuff like that. It's like, I don't... Not generally things you... Yeah, you don't, I don't listen to those bands. <laughs> but, like, and obviously the influences are there. But uh, I don't know. There's just something about this. It, it just the right timing, I guess. Uh, that was what was this 2011, right? 2011. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, 2000. Yeah, and that was when you know the first uh, White Fang was getting written was around that time. <laughs> you know, the first of many. <laughs> the first, the first of 8,000. And yeah, that was just I, I don't know. There was something about it that just kind of really inspired me to get into other things outside of the metal stuff yeah that was that was a big time of me getting outside of metal and this is mm, just this was a big exploring a little bit yeah like this deer hunter and minus a bear manchester orchestra that was that was what got me out of you know metal and just actually like listen to something else yeah gotcha gotcha yeah um my first uh time hearing about them was probably well you 
Really? Probably. <laughs> that or like Pandora, you know, yeah. that came on the stations that yeah, you true. mentioned. But uh, that, that was my other big question. I, I, I mentioned earlier, I had a big question. Mm, yes. Why, why did these guys not get bigger? And, you know, in the same sense that 21 Pilots, Black Keys, Arctic Monkeys, they're all kind of doing the same sound around the same time. Not they're, 21 Pilots, that's different. Just, sure, whatever. sure. But like Black Keys, Arctic Monkeys, AM era. Like, I think because... Why not Mute Math? These guys were very experimental at the time. Yeah, and you can't go outside of a 4-4. Four, four. You can't do that. It's they not all allowed. So, like, I, I've mentioned it quite a few times on the show. This is This album in particular was the best show I've ever seen ever as far as a live concert and we got to see one of the videos it actually showed a lot of the you know the hockey puck thing that he was on and the, mm-hmm. that like cardboard cutout drum trigger pad that he just throws in the crowd you know like you, you, you got to see all that stuff and you know it's it was cool it was really it's a really uh, engaging show and you can definitely see, you know, the 21 Pilots influence uh, as far as the live, you know, live performance and stuff goes. How they were influenced by people. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And I, I, but at the time that was, no one was doing that. Yeah, closest you, know? you got was probably a day to remember with their giant fucking inflatable ball thing that they Right, did. and that's, I mean, that doesn't leave Warped Tour at that time either. Yeah. You yeah. Know? <laughs> also, they were on 97X because it's local, you know, they weren't. Yeah. They weren't on the radio all over the place, not, you know, not, not near as frequently. And even then, it was only at night at certain times of the, the yep. evening. Yep. Uh, You'd hear all that one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> or uh, half faith in me. I heard or that half, once. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I heard that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right, let's I, get I just, into it. They're also like, for this show, like, so when I saw them mm-hmm. for this, they played the entire album, uh, top Ooh. to back. This is like Ooh. this was a brand new album too. Like it just come out. Um, so that's bands don't usually do the entire album like that, and the entire time they're all switching instruments with each other like mm-hmm. mid song they're like bassist is like here th- i'm gonna throw the bass someone catch it i gotta go play keys real quick like yep. <laughs> you know like it was it's just how it was but it worked flawlessly it was amazing yeah it was uh their first album without one of their founding guitarists so the remaining three took it upon themselves to just all play guitar including the drummer yeah um, yeah so yeah this is odd soul uh, Mute Math's third studio album. It was released October 4th, 2011, with 13 tracks, clocking in at a cool 50 minutes and 18 seconds. The performers of which were, of course, Paul Meany, a New Orleans native, after my own heart, uh, on the vocals, keyboards, and guitar, Darren King on the drums and guitar, and Roy Mitchell Cardenas on the bass and guitar. Uh, so, yeah, everyone, including drummer, everyone, guitar duties. They also completely produced it, um, totally independent of the record label as well. They, they had record label uh, distribution and all that stuff, but uh, in the studio, all them. See, you can kind of tell that too, because like what I was talking about earlier with this album too, like it sounds different mm-hmm. than their, the two albums before this. You know, this is not so, like typical would not go on this album. No. You know, it's, it's the same band. You can tell it's the same band, but like it's... it's miles apart as far as uh, um, sound, you know, just the, yeah. what they're going for. It'd be like one of the later Linkin Park songs being on Meteora or something. Right, like that. right. Yeah, you're not going to hear heavy on, on on Meteora. Absolutely not. Um, so yeah, they produced it. They also, uh, Paul also mixed and mastered it. I assume master. I didn't see a master credit anywhere. 
But um, Chad Blake also helped with the mixing. He's worked with a bunch of people like Al Green, Arctic Monkeys, huh? Mm. Uh, Bonnie Raitt, Elvis Costello, Fiona Apple, Gerard Way, Pearl Jam, Peter Gabriel, <laughs> uh, Phantom Planet, Fish, uh, Show Crow, Fish. Black Keys. Hmm? Oh, okay. uh, Tracy Chapman and you too. Oh, I can see. And then, uh, yeah. And then also, Grammy-winning Doug McKean. Second time we've seen this on the show because he also worked on the Black Parade. Oh, um, okay. He, he worked with bands in the '90s such as Live and Goo Goo Dolls, Smash Mouth. Uh, he worked with Phil Collins. He was on American Idiot by Green Day. Um, Less than Jake. We, can, Jack's we like that one. We do like that one. Isley, Sum 41, uh, Dave Matthews Band, Brand New Eyes by Paramore, and Echo Smith. Now, right. unfortunately, I thought this Mike was a, this song. I thought it was a remix of, of our theme song. <laughs> I was like, no way. That'd be pretty funny. Um, no, they just all sound the same. Um, <laughs> they do. He, he unfortunately died at the end of July, on July 31st this year. Uh, so his last credit is the new um well currently is the new Maya Kem song oh okay yeah the last thing he worked on and then the singles official singles were Odd Soul and Blood Pressure uh but a couple of the other video uh, songs also got videos for them oh they got videos just weren't yeah just weren't published as, you know, the same. Yeah, yeah yeah that's a distinction somewhat some reason I don't know huh but weird yeah there we go Brett kind of already started talking about it but watch you like this album i guess i, I, I do it. i do it's a groove man like it's a groove it's i again 70s sound like i'm not mm-hmm. this side of the 70s sound i'm not a huge you know it's not that i don't like that stuff like i, I like it when i hear it it's just i don't go out of my way to listen to this kind mm-hmm. of stuff um it's just I, there was something about the package of you know, hearing hearing where Meat Mouth was coming from, also, so kind of having that like influence to it to be like, okay, I can get over this weird boundary I have of not wanting to listen to '70s music, um, and and just accept that you know this is a groove. It, it helps that it sounds really good. The quality, the quality is really good. Um, and I don't. It's just I don't know. They they were. Me Mouth was was is a cool band. <laughs> like they they I I was able to I was able to nerd out about them a lot of the time too. You know, like they like I thought it was cool. Like when for that for the tour, for instance, all those instruments were all like used Craigslist instruments they got for like the hmm. cheapest thing possible, just to you know to get on tour and to help someone out. You know that needed money. You know they would do stuff like that. It's like they were nice guys. You know that was a nice nice touch. You know, I kind of, kind of to get behind them. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I felt, I felt like you know the way you describe that right now about like nerding out about them and all that stuff is very much uh, at the same time how Jordan and I were with Twenty One Pilots. We were very early on into them before anyone gave a shit about them. Right, uh, right. not to be a hipster or anything, but we were. We were yeah, showing up. Uh, I definitely remember that. <laughs> um, I mean, because they were just doing shit that was different. It's very. Yeah. You could definitely see how the friendship grew, and where the influences were, uh, especially. The fact that Twenty One Pilots coming out with their debut, or major label debut, around this time, they're three albums into it. Mm-hmm. 
and 21 Pilots, you can hear, are more influenced by the previous albums, you know. Oh, yeah. The um, Yeah, for sure. The Armistice, which, as I got to take a picture of, famously, the album artwork was uh, Armstrong Park in New Orleans. It was. I walked by, and I'm like, hey, yeah, remember <laughs> I sent you a picture of it. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Um, Tatiana also had similar feelings about it, uh, you know, very 70s, especially in Walking Paranoia. How much time is that? Um, yeah, oh. just a little bit. Oh, there it went. Oh, it just silence. Close. Oh, front row. Um, Why did her first introduction was also the self-titled album, uh, specifically Reset. So Odd Soul is like a weird new sound for her because she hasn't really listened to this album before, and uh, she really Reset liked was that stuff that I was playing mm-hmm. just before the we EP. started, which was a mm-hmm. very yeah, very chilled, very different, <laughs> very different sound. Uh, but she did, uh, it does remind her a lot of Black Keys. Love the raspiness in the guitar and the uh, mix with the drums and everything. So she was very, uh, very just, yeah, in- enjoying it. There we go. Yeah, it's, it I'm not going to say it's the best album ever, you know, but uh, it's just, it's a vibe, dude. Like, like I said, when you're driving and you're chill, you know, you're just trying to chill, you're going on for a long cruise, you just want to like hang out with someone or just kind of just enjoy the moment kind of thing. Great, great background music. Yeah, great for driving through mountains. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really set the vibe. I was just sitting there like, oh, okay. Where am I going? Doesn't matter. I got, that, I got it, that, Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're good. You're me fine. Me. Got a New Orleans band with a bunch of New Orleans people in the car. It's yeah. fine. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah, overall, this this album is just, it's a jam. And, uh, you know, that old school feel is like, it's fresh without feeling derivative, mm-hmm. you know? It's not like they're just putting on the persona. It's like, oh, they're trying to, they're trying to create something. They're trying to modernize this old sound. It's know? like it's but, like a random access memory for Daft Punk. Exactly. Here's the '70s sound, but the psychedelic stuff. The psychedelic, yeah, yeah, on the other side of it. But it's you know we're gonna make it sound modern. It's gonna actually sound mm-hmm. good. You know, it's gonna be not just half-assed because that's kind of what they did back then. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Like they're, they're not uh, going to be tripping on drugs when they walk into the studio. That's after they leave the studio. After. When, when they're going home, like responsible adults. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, they might not be tripping on drugs, but you know what they are tripping on? Jesus. Jesus. There are a lot, a lot, a lot of religion. <laughs> a lot of religion in these lyrics. And I was I was thinking they were, they were very critical. But the uh, reason I asked you off, off camera if they were like a super Christian band or not is because I saw one of the reviews that Wikipedia had was from Christianity Today. We'll get into that. Mm. But so I was like, now, wait a minute. I heard a lot of Jesus stuff. I thought it was going one way. Is it going the other? Uh, Turns out that the band was formed out of the ashes of a Christian band. So they do have those ties. But you know how like Under Oath is very like, "Eh, now it is. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's that. That's mute math now. That's mute math with this album, especially. Uh, so the, being, there's it, the cross on his tie. Yeah. That's uh, kind of like the the like. Hey, this is you know we we support this, but like. <laughs> no, it, it, uh, it it's more indicative of pointing out the um, the darkness, the the not good parts of that, the Southern right. Baptist kind right. of right. Yeah, like thing. they they know that there's realities to this. Yeah. yeah, you're not supposed to look at the cover of Odd Soul and be like, "Oh yeah, that's a guy I trust." Mm-hmm. That's why his face is all fucked up. Um, particularly in Blood Pressure, uh, which was the lead single. I didn't know that. 
Oh. Darren, the drummer, said, I was raised in a good home. I was raised in a small town right in the middle of America. But there were these movements. One of these was called Team Mania, and Acquire the Fire was another one. And we would go to these Christian youth events, and there would be a lot of talk about becoming God's army and becoming, quote, world changers, which is a term they used a lot. I felt a lot of pressure, and you feel a lot of pressure as a kid to change the whole world. As a teen, you felt like you had to change the people around you and make everyone else feel just like me. But what if I'm awful? So it can wear you out a little bit as a kid. No shit. And I guess that's what the song's about, getting worn out by not feeling perfect and trying to make everyone else perfect, too. So right there, you're kind of feeling that, that youth group pressure, you know, of like, they're like, oh, you got to make sure everyone's Christian or you got to save everyone's soul. Blah, it blah, actually, blah. it reminds me of when I was a kid and I would do the uh, church summer camps, you know, mm-hmm. and I remember them talking about how uh, for the rapture that there would be a war and that we all mm-hmm. need to be prepared for the war and get ready and start and start like battle prepping <laughs> yeah and you're at, at back then you're like ah, yeah you guys are weird uh-huh. nowadays it's like oh you guys still believe that and you're like uh, almost there cool yep. Yep. you guys think what's happening right now is uh what's happening yeah yeah uh they also talk about in walking paranoia which makes light of the extremism in christianity and then in in no time um you know they're talking about uh it's certainly a cop-out to uh let someone do all your thinking and believing for you, but I've decided at this point in my life it's also a cop-out to just pretend it's all stupid. You know, when you're a little kid and you lose the game, so you just kick the game over and say, this is stupid, I can't do that. And, you know, that was him talking about his relationship with religion at the time. Hmm. Interesting. So, a lot of... A lot of the coming to age, I guess you would say. Yeah. Of being like, hey... I know being Christian was, you know, passable before. Nowadays, though, uh-oh. And that was yeah, 11 years ago. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, even for uh, Josh and I and our group of friends back then, um, I mean, that we were going through that kind of stuff, too. You know, and those next, those next few years were big on... Realizing that you know we're we're kids that we were all raised in the church, you know that's I heard praise the Lord, how to yell yeah, like I heard that every fucking weekend, you know. But I don't want to hear ding that ding anymore, ding. and it's not that good. <laughs> yeah. No, you start looking at it, and you're like, uh, hey, none of this like, makes sense. Yeah, when uh, when my dad had to stop talking to his friend because his friend growing up, you know, they all listen to the same music, they're all big fans of Queen, and you know, just all that random. King Crimson and all that shit, you know. And, and uh, my my dad's friend, he started getting heavily involved in the church and burned all of his vinyls. That's cool. Yep, burned a bomb. My dad's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "He's like, well, they go against the church." He's like, "Then give them to me." Like, <laughs> like yeah, why are you burning stupid. them, you piece of shit? Like, <laughs> you already spent the money. Capitalism exactly. already won. Yeah, you are. <laughs> what is that gonna? Do you? <laughs> I just look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. And you got burnt rubber everywhere. Fucking dumbass. Oh my. Did my TV turn off? You piece of shit. Man, you're just having a whole time. I am. Your ghosts are attacking you now. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you have anything else to say before I moved on to the podcast within a podcast? Um, no, I'm good. I'm just gonna turn on YouTube, kind of. I'm gonna try to. Well, while you do that. <laughs> 
We're going to blue ski do if we can too. Uh, into View Ski to review the podcast within a podcast where I've gone through and uh, found a bunch of old reviews for this old album. It's not that old, it's only 11 years old, but whatever. Let's find out what the internet thought. Da 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 da. Uh, absolutepunk.net. Uh, gave it a 9.5. All music have it at an 8. Christianity Today. 8. An 8? Yeah, I guess they didn't actually pay attention to the lyrics. They just heard Jesus. So that's good enough for me. Well, they saw the cross on the on the cover. They're like, we're good. <laughs> they're from New Orleans. There's a cross on here. Oh, we're, hell yeah. We're fine. They're, <laughs> they're racist just like me. Yeah. Um, Pop Matters gave it a 6. Um, Contact Music gave it a 7. Metacritic's user average was an 8.7, which is very good. Um, AP gave it a 9. Rate Your Music had a 6.78. Um... This dude on a WordPress site called Merlo23 gave it a nine. That's, yeah, uh, I had to check that. <laughs> check that. Check that. Um, <laughs> album of the year was 7.4. Entertainment Weekly was 8.3. The Arkansas Traveler. Hell yeah. You're an 8.5. Um, Louder Than Music gave it a fucking full-on solid 10. And Music Board gave it a 7.6. And then over here on the YouTube, Mr. Mooney1235 gave it an 8.5 really so these are all pretty good reviews i, I don't know about good reviews the, the six is a bit much yeah but rate your music that's like a fucking a 10 yeah true <laughs> true <laughs> so yeah good. where do you think it lies 8.2 oh brett you're so close it's an 8.15 oh fucking hell you got you almost got there yeah that's close almost got there well alrighty then that's enough about the internet get the fuck off the internet let's get into our brains brett let me know what you think i think that the songwriting lyrics i'm just gonna go through them real quick um they're good they're good especially now it's kind of helped me influence the score a little bit you know that we were talking about them um big fan like that i like that it's you know it's it could be about religion but it could also be about you know understanding it and questioning yourself and you know under Mm -hmm. just trying to figure out you find your own place um good i like that uh musicianship like i said really good i don't think they do the most technical of things of all time uh the drummer has always been a big influence for me um so he always gets bonus points but uh they, especially the fact like after seeing them live and seeing them all switch the instruments live and still in like you wouldn't know nothing ever happened you would yeah. never yeah the song never stops you know it's i gave him i gave him a lot it's not a perfect 10 i gave him like a 9.5 or something like that though okay, it's, okay. i gave him something very very high um production wise again it's not a perfect score um i can hear you know it's it's maybe a little a little too uh dead sounding at times it sounds like you know like they the, they do the small closed room kind of sound you know no no reverb just a just a flat sound um and that's cool sometimes and it's but it's sometimes it's a little uh it makes me feel like um like i'm also in a small room and i don't want to you know i don't want to do that mm. um i don't know so this it's but it's still i gave him like a nine for that because it's still it still yeah. sounds really good um overall originality gave it like an eight or so because it's not unoriginal but it's mute math 
<laughs> you know, like it's still it's still different. It's still different mm-hmm. enough um, that they can stand on its own. I think. Uh, and the memory bill, I remember all of it. Yeah, I remember. I remember, of every, you I, I remember every fucking yeah. <laughs> I remember this one. Um, so my overall came out to a nine point one. Wow, nine point one. Yeah. Hell I think yeah. the the memorability definitely is helping that score out a little bit. Oh, one hundred percent. But because uh, I was I was expecting it to be around like that, you know, the, the meme at eight six or something like that. Um, but I'll take I'll I'll take nine point one because again, big fan of this. This is a huge influence for me. This album. Um, All right, I'm cool with that. That's yeah. Not bad. Yeah. All right, uh, I'll, I'll go through Tati's real fast and then touch on mine. Um, she said for songwriting, she gave it a 7.5. Uh, the lyrics are fun for a lot of songs, but they didn't really necessarily stand out to her. Uh, musicianship, uh, she said it stand out the most uh, and where you can hear the soul of it and where the memorability comes from. So for that one, she gave it an 8.7. Production uh, is not as clean as she prefers, but that's just a preference. So gave it a 7.7. Originality, uh, this album reminds her a lot of the Black Keys in 2011, especially in Odd Soul. So oh, I'm yeah. going to go with the seven. And then memorability, I like the songs, but they didn't stick to her as much as, as she would like. So she gave them a 7.2, bringing her average score to a 7.62. So not okay. not a bad album. Uh, maybe if, you know, she heard some of the stuff kind of influenced your score, like the lyrics and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. Probably would have bumped it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, no, I mean, it'll not, it'll still average still out. Still C plus. Yeah, I think I, I know my high my, my scores will be a little, or a little high too, and that's yeah. That, that's, mine yeah. are t- brother. You're talking to the the king of high <laughs> scores. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, there's a strategy to that. Yeah. If you know, yeah, you're you know that, that's why no, you know your, your audience. Album. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's um, funny. For me, uh, I'm pretty much right along with you. Uh, backed up a little bit, a little bit, uh, a little bit, a little bit. Um, little songwriting bit. lyrics, I only gave it a 8.46. Uh, well, uh, repeating a lot of what you said, it's good. Uh, nothing too special. Uh, they definitely got bonus points for talking about you know all the religious stuff, and um, yeah, really, really like that inward-looking aspect to it. Always, always like it when they're sitting there trying to change themselves for the better and realizing right. the follies of just going along with what you're raised in without questioning it. Right. Um, right. Should always question everything. Ironically, the person who taught me that, my dad, doesn't question anything anymore and just goes along with Fox News. It's not fun. Musicianship. I gave an 8.13. Uh, everything you said, copy-paste, minus the seeing it live. If I saw them live, especially this album... Be a, it'd probably be a whole point higher, dude. Yeah, it's. Um, I think that is always because I, I mean, how many times have I already mentioned it in other shows? Mm-hmm. You know, of about this exact show. You know, it's yeah, it's it, it, especially for you. Quintessential. Yeah, for you, it would. Oh my god. This oh, would, this, this would have been my favorite band back then. Yeah, this would kick it 21 up. Twenty one. Who? Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally get it. Yeah, dude. Um. Production, I gave it an 8.5. I like that small room sound, especially since they're going for a more retro feel. Mm-hmm. I feel like they, they really nailed it. Um, I don't particularly know what could have made it a 10, but that the 8.5 is just kind of what I'm feeling. Um, originality. Pretty, there's Like, I agree. There's something about the... It's not perfect, but I don't know what it is. Like, yeah. I can't... I can't 
check it out, but I, it, there's something about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure for uh, many people, it's probably is perfect. I think which one was? Yeah, equals. Yeah, that song is is the way that the whole album should have sounded as far as the fullness a little bit. Because okay. that song does the the huge. I'll, I'll play it afterwards, and you'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it's huge, just waves of sound coming at you but done appropriately yeah yeah anyways yeah anyways uh originality 8.4 um pretty much the same exact thing uh same exact thing you said i know i'm repeating that a lot but whatever and memorability 7.86 is definitely a grower i liked it more and more i listened to it the first time around it was just kind of background granted i was driving in a different state watching for coppers so you know i couldn't really pay attention to it but in the days since um yeah it grew on me a lot so 7.86 so that brings my total to an 8.27 right smack dab in the middle okay yeah so i'm cool with that split yeah that is a very good split i think it'll average out very well i think it'll average where it belongs All right. Ooh, I like where we're at. Okay. Now, the only thing I need to know, do I need to scroll down on the wall? (laughs) Uh, Is it outside of the top 25? It is not. Okay. It is in the top 25. It is in the top. That's a good sign. I'll take that. There's your spoiler. Yeah, well then, I'll pull it over to the wall. All right. Okay, where do you think it's going? So we have a nine, so nine one, uh, eight two seven, and a seven six. Thumb. Yes. Twenty. You think it's the new number twenty? Yep. So between dance, Kevin dance, and dirty heads. Yep. That's what I'm going. You're very close. You're very close. It's actually a new t- 21. Oh fuck! No way. Yeah. It's it's fitting in between. <laughs> yeah. Now, the question is, where? Remember, can equal a number. We can have a tie. It's going to have to be. <laughs> I know, right? I'm, I'm going to do it for Dale. I'm going to go with the three. So 8.33? Yep. You are correct. It is 8.33. So Hell yeah. Um, now the question is, is it better than Discovery? Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Which I don't know. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that one's a toughie. That's a tough one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I know. Dude, it's one yeah. of the best EDM albums of all time. And the other is Mute Map. <laughs> this this is a good like tournament bracket kind of thing, you know? Yeah. That's a this is a hard That's one. a tough one. And we only have two people here to vote. <laughs> so we can't really vote. I know which way Josh is gonna vote. Mute math? Yeah. Okay. We'll leave it like as it is then. This is the new number 21. I'll put it as a new number 20 because I. Uh, it influenced me in a bigger way. I've listened to Discovery more. Okay. Yeah, because if you know that 
I, I don't know what top team would go, so we'll go with Josh's. Mm -hmm. If you know Josh would put it above Daft Punk. Josh is going to put it above Daft Punk. I would probably put Discovery above Odd Soul, personally. I think I agree. Really, yeah, it really I comes down to you. Which do you, which do you think, Odd Soul or Discovery? I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say Odd Soul. Well, then there you go. Just just purely purely because it it influenced me more. Okay. As far as a musician, then. If I saw Daft Punk live, though, who knows? <laughs> yeah, but you didn't, so that's but what I it is. So I got to see this one live, and it was the best best one ever. So the new number 21, right under Dance Gavin Dance and above Daft Punk. That's not too shabby. God damn. I would this accept it. I would still accept it if, if Daft Punk was, was above it. Yeah, like I could go you either know, way. Like I'm, I'm cool it is a tie. It. Yeah, I'm not going to be upset either way because I, I totally understand both sides. I think just personally, just because I saw it live, because it did influence me so much, it's mm -hmm. it gets the spot. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent agree. Um, okay. Yeah, it's gonna so be now, like three hundred dollars at minimum when Daft yeah. Punk goes on on tour. Minimum. Oh. <laughs> well, that comes out on Friday. I'm trying to see what should I pick. Oh yeah, it's, it's your my pick. pick yeah, now. it's your pick. I don't know if I get, should go. Here, with did the you new put it? Did you put one? it on the list? Oh, you. Yeah, it's on. Okay, there. there it goes. I didn't have it up, oh. so it didn't update. Okay, there it is. Uh, okay. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I, I don't know because, you know, Muse comes out on Friday, but then we'll only have two days to listen to it, really. Yeah, it's um, a little quick. Let's see. We had that unprocessed band. I'm just looking for the new stuff at first. Unprocessed. Uh, that could be fun. Royal Coda. We can go back to all that fun stuff. I think I know what I want. It's the end of summer. Oh, okay, I'm feeling a summer album. I see what you're looking at. We're going to do Childish Gambino yeah. because the internet. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I'm One of my that. favorite albums I'm of cool all time. I fucking love this. So, yeah. is this our first foray to, to rap? I think it is. I think real, like actual? Yeah. On this show? I yeah. So. Well, there we go. Let's do it. Cool. Yeah, let's do it. We're doing childish. Let's. Do, I'm. I'm excited. Hell yeah. Now this one. Is, this one could be all tense for me. I'll be honest. Really. <laughs> I love this fucking album, dude. I like the album. I, it's been a long time since I've heard it. I don't remember. When that you much listen of it. to it in the past, did you listen to it all one way through? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Because it is the only way you can. Yeah. It's such a good album. No, we used to. My uh, my old roommate was a big fan. Oh yeah. So yeah. yeah, I just I just it's been so long I haven't. I saw I saw him peeking at me and I'm like oh yeah. Donald, <laughs> yes he's glowing <laughs> he's glowing. Well, All right, well there you go. I hope you liked it. Go make sure if you did to sub and follow. Uh, watch Germer D, the new hit show that Brent is producing. Uh, yeah. The new episode was very good. Even better than the other ones. It really uh, was. <laughs> and then, yeah, join us next time. Thanks for following. Uh, thanks for liking. Thanks for hanging out. Brett, you have anything to say? No. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> fair enough. Okay, sure. Fair enough. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, sure. Get Bye. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs>